energy and a space that is deserving of it and so much more. Thank y'all for bringing your presence here. Sincerely, give it up for yourselves. For those who are unfamiliar, I'm Tracy G. I'm from New York. I'm a nice Scorpio. Let me put that out there. My nice Scorpio, say what up. <laughs> I'm also an on-air personality for SiriusXM Sway in the Morning. Also, I'm a wellness artist, and also I'm a human who, just like y'all, is thrilled from dome to toe to be here as a small part of a big celebration. This is a celebration of inclusivity. This is a celebration of a bottomless vision and style and sauce. This is a celebration of social responsibility, cultural responsibility. And I think most of all, and I thought of this when I was on the plane, this is a celebration of the type of integrity that makes our ancestors say yes. Y'all already know who I'm talking about, and we're going to bring the woman of the hour of the month of the season to this stage. But first, I want to introduce one of her dear friends. Please give a warm welcome to comedian and writer Mira Manek, who's going to be joining us for this conversation. What up, Mira? Uh, thank you. Hey, y'all. So great to be here. Everything that Tracy said, ditto. <laughs> All right, y'all. I want to hear y'all say, hey, Miss Carter. Hey, Miss Carter. Y'all already know, but I'm going to remind you. Known for her iconic work in Hollywood films such as Do the Right Thing, Malcolm X, Amistad, Selma, Black Panther, Dolomite is my name. She is a preeminent voice on Afrofuture, African-American and African aesthetics. We are here celebrating her limited edition, her H&M collection. Please, with all your body, give the biggest round of applause for Oscar award-winning costume designer, Ruth Carter. Find your throne, queen. Hey, everybody. Thank you for that warm welcome. Oh, absolutely. We had to take it above warm. We made that extra hot. Yeah, we made it happen. <laughs> <laughs> that was a spicy welcome. Ruth, I'm so happy. I'm so grateful to be next to you. And it hit me, although this is um, definitely a very evergreen conversation we're going to have, and time is a construct. But it hit me that we're talking when there's a few days left in Black History Month, even though I read month as a typo for year, yeah, but still. Yeah, it went by fast, so yeah. we need to continue. But then we're also a few days before Women's History Month. We can roll that in. So you sit at the intersection of both. I do, actually, yeah, you're right. <laughs> you see where I'm going with this? And so I'm curious, I want a tour of your mind as it pertains to your blackness and your femininity, how they in have informed you um, identity-wise and also as a costume designer. Um, I think that as women, we're so, we have so many layers and 
like I have explored many layers of myself as a woman, as a woman artist. Uh, you know, sometimes, uh, you know, the, someone else will lead the way. And as a woman, you uh, are always balancing between whether I should have a family or I should continue my art. So, you know, as, a, as an artist, I, I made those choices for myself you know, coming through the Spike Lee camp and, and then going by coastal back and forth, um, you know, as a female artist between Robert Townsend and Keenan Wayans and doing I'm Gonna Get You Sucker, you know. So, you know, we, we want to nurture. And so I nurtured the career. Right. I nurtured my career and I have no regrets. I think that, you know, all these things are my children, you know, and I have that passion for doing it. So, you know, all those layers as a woman, I think I had to uh, address, you know. Yeah, absolutely. Mary, you wanted to add? I just said, oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, everything that she just said about being a, a woman. And I, I really liked the question to explore, you know, Ruth's blackness. And I just see it everywhere, like in everything yeah. that everyone's wearing, their self-expression. And that just comes out of the mind of this person. Well, I feel like, you know, I'm like every one of you that, you know, we have people we love in our lives. We have history of our family that we love. And, you know, I have loved my own history and yours as well, our history collectively together. So doing that, you know, bringing that to the foreground and making it as authentic as I could was just like me having a love letter to my, my own history. And, you know, that's the thing that kind of propelled me forward as well. Yeah, and I think what we've all learned is that being a costume designer and the way that you've taken on this role is also being a historian. Like, you are preserving our culture. Oh, yeah. I've had to do a lot of history uh, research for all of the projects. You know, you can't just depend on what you know because we've seen, uh, you know, the stereotypes. We've already seen the, you know, big generalized images. And we know who we are, so it was important for me to actually, you know, take our spirit and use that when I'm looking at research and understanding people and understanding our culture yes. and really trying to put, you know, it out there as authentic as I can. It's all about authenticity. Yes. Come on, church, on a Friday. Okay. Ruth is the only person to travel from Wakanda to Zamunda. <laughs> That's how dope she is. That is all cats facts. Absolutely. Okay, so I'm curious, can you speak to us in terms of process from your first major opportunity in this industry to your most recent one? Have there been changes? Is there familiarity? Well, one, I think the most outstanding uh, example of that is meeting Ryan Coogler um, and, you know, going into Marvel. You know, Marvel is like the CIA, you know. You, you know, doors mysteriously slam and lock behind you as you walk through. Wow. But meeting Ryan Coogler reminded me of meeting Spike Lee. So much has happened in the film industry from Spike Lee to Ryan Coogler, but when I met him, he told me he had seen Malcolm X as a little boy with his father, and he remembered the costumes. So I kind of felt like I had interviewed for Black Panther when he was a little boy, you know, watching Malcolm X. Right. But, you know, that kind of filmmaking and that kind of passion you know, it doesn't always uh, come around as often as you might think. You know, between 
that then and now, I've done so many films and I've dealt with so many different situations and scenarios and people that don't get it, you yeah. know, and people that do. When you find someone like Ryan that does, you know you're going to create something really, really special. What is it like when people don't get it? Like, that's foreign to me. Yeah, I say a mantra, you know. My mantra is like, they're effed up and we can't do anything about it, so <laughs> let's keep going. And you got to trust your voice. Oh, yeah, and trust your oh, voice. Oh, yeah, trust your voice. Trust your voice Completely. right here on my chest. Completely. And even when they kind of get it, you still have to trust your voice because people want to, uh, to, to influence you. Yeah. They want to influence you with their aesthetic all the time. You know, I got so many people telling me how Marvel wanted to see Black Panther. And that was before we even created one, one little thing. I had to remain, remain uh, true to the voice that I knew that collectively we were going, we wanted to project. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So I'm wondering, because I am wearing Trust Your Voice and Mary just mentioned it, was that always the case for you? Because, you know, no. on the surface, yeah. you look like you have a very different, you do have a very different position than many of us in this room. Yeah. But then you pop the hood and we all deal with self-doubt. Of course. So As how artists, did you? Mm -hmm. we need to hear that over and over and over again. Trust your voice. Trust your voice. Trust your voice. You need to say that to yourself. Yeah. And I said that to myself. And certainly I have dealt with, from all these movies, times of doubt. You know, times of, uh, you know, whether I was doing the right thing or not. Because this movie business is very rapid. You have to make decisions, like, on, on a dime. Yeah. So you really do have to trust your voice. You have to really be, you know, in the woodshed in your mind, thinking about what you're going to say, because that's the voice you're going to project to the world. Wow. So you have to, you have to come from a place of purpose, a place of voice, a place of message, you know, mm -hmm. a place of empowerment, whatever it is that you want to say, you have to stay true to it. Yeah. Are you a spiritual woman? Do you look at God as like a designer in a sense? I'm telling you, Oprah <laughs> said God, <laughs> art is prayer. Is <laughs> God, is God speaking through you? Yes. So yeah, I'm spiritual. <laughs> so the H&M store tomorrow, trust your voice shirt should be out of stock. Everyone's got to have one. Please, yes. please, yeah. trust your voice. Absolutely. And Mira, if you can speak a little bit, because you're in a unique position where you're able to be behind the scenes with this woman. What has your experience been like working with her? Because I feel like that's a really cool anecdote that you can give. Because yeah. we all don't get to spend time yeah. with Miss Roof. Like, we go and get it in for these hours here. Yeah. But you can actually see her yeah. tomorrow if yeah. you wanted to. Mira's the one who's like, this is what you're trying to say with that voice. <laughs> Take it away. Okay, behind the scenes with Ruth Carter is three letters. F-U-N. <laughs> it's, it's a lot of fun, but it's that, like, you see so much hard work she puts in, the research, and I'll tell you this, she cares so much about the culture and making sure that people feel represented, elevated, and beautiful. Like that first night of Black Panther premiere and everyone came out in their own look, that is what makes her like over the moon, tick with joy. But the fun comes out of having a complete vision. Ruth has a vision and you guys all see it yeah. tonight, but not only see it, you feel it. Like it's so fun to see everyone express themselves in this look 
that she had like in an, in an idea. It was just an idea. And um, she's also so great about the people that came before Ruth that lifted her up. She made, in order to make black history on that Dolby stage, she was held up by black history. And we see it around and the response people give her that's the behind the scenes stuff is like, that's the fun. Um, but she's one of the hardest, hardest working people in show business. I'll tell you that much. Yeah, I go to work every day in these shoes. Yeah. <laughs> Don't oh believe my. it. <laughs> and I can imagine that energy is contagious when you're around. Yeah, do you expect everyone else to have the same work, work ethic as you? Or do you um, kind of know it can't be replicated? Well, I don't know about that. I just know that, like, I'm gonna, I'm going to transfer an experience onto my crew. It's an experience that we share, and everybody has a role in that experience. So I don't expect you to do my job. I just want you to flourish in your job, and then we create an experience because it's a very collaborative medium. And through that collaboration, I need to hear you. I need to see who you are. Yeah. Not you being like me, you being like you. Right, yeah. right, 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 and respect the ecosystem. Okay, so you said the word partnership. Let's talk about this one of H&M. Yes, it's awesome. Yes, why H&M? Well, I feel like that they have the uh, global presence. Yeah. And um, how many opportunities does a costume designer get to do this? This is rare. You know, and this is groundbreaking for an African-American costume designer. So I did want to unify everyone because people were asking me after Black Panther if I was going to have a line of clothes. And I just never thought about that for myself because oh, wow. I create stories. But I felt like if I could connect us all through this big global voice of H&M, it would be a really wonderful way to share, to share the energy of costume design, to share the energy of unity, to share the energy of a combined culture. And the red is the blood that we share to get the green land. And we are a unified, multicultural black race. Yes, okay. So was you it know, black? Black includes all colors. You know that it's it's a all colors make up that. So that's the other thing to remember about you know how unifying this this line is. Yeah. Was there any challenging moments thinking about making that transition from costume designer, where you are telling the stories of all these iconic figures, to now telling the story of the average consumer? Yeah, they helped me. H and M helped me so much, they guided me, um, and they asked me very avant-garde things, like, you know, we need a list of quotes, and I was like, oh, really? Okay, let me figure out what my quotes have been. I didn't think that would be involved in designing a fashion line, to be motivated by what you have said out there in the world to people, and what could resonate for the line. Yeah. For the, for, so their first, their first uh, encouraging design element was voice what what are your quotes mm -hmm. and I didn't expect that I didn't expect that at all and I just scribbled on a piece of paper and did some colors and I sent a very crude illustration and then they were like oh that looks like this what do you think and I was like yeah that sounds like you know it, that looks like it's right wow, yeah, that's so beautiful nice. yeah that sounds like they really poured into you and trusted you and like you said it was collaborative very collaborative, you know. 
There's a whole beautiful um, sketch uh, yeah. done by my one of my illustrators of the complete line, and hopefully one day we'll be able to realize the whole thing. And it's jackets and Woo! all kinds of stuff. Yeah. Y'all want to see Ruth Carter jackets and see the collection expand? What? Okay. So what's also really beautiful, and I think this will actually be ideal for clothing, for closing, is for the longest time when it came to the black community, our identity as far as professional opportunities, like out in the screens on mainstream, always appeared very limited. It felt like if there wasn't a spotlight on you as a singer, as a rapper, as an athlete, then everything else is just imaginary. But now, so many young folks are understanding what a costume designer is. Like, you have given them costume design 101. So for anyone out there who's interested in this craft, can you quickly share just some words on how they can get started? Yeah, well, it's wonderful that people don't look at it as Halloween anymore, that it's actually <laughs> storytelling. And if you think about, I want to be a storyteller, and I want to tell stories through clothing. You know, I want to tell the story of my, my grandpa, my uncle, my, my auntie. I want to tell her story because she wore this particular thing all the time. And that was very, you know, signature for her. Think of costume design in terms of storytelling. And it will kind of lead you to the opportunities that you want to have for yourself. You, it will lead you to theater. It will lead you, it'll lead you to videos. It will lead you to your passion. And it's important to be led there because that's what will sustain you. That's what will make you feel good, even if some other, you know, bull crap goes say down. Say it, say it. Because, you know, we always, we have a yin and yang in life. There's nothing perfect. So as you go through this career, know that your passion is what's going to keep you at it all the time. So tap into that. And you got to trust your voice. And trust your voice. Queen Carter, it has been such a pleasure. I think I can speak on behalf of everyone here. We will continue to celebrate you. We will continue to champion you. Amen. We will continue to protect you. Aww. Yes. Everyone, please, let's give it up for Ruth Carter once more. Woo! And cheers to this H&M collection. Let's sell it out, y'all. Let's do it. Yes, let's sell it out. DJ Oso, wherever you at. Right, bring it back. Bring it back, bring it back.